Yo, yo, yo. <laughs> that one was really monotone. That, that one, yeah. Yo, yo, yo. Dude, we'll be, we should make a song. Of just yo, yo, yo's. Interns podcast with Nate and Brad. Some sort of like sick drop and... You know, I made this statement at uh, at youth the other night. Um, our all it's almost like you know you're watching a church bumper video if the beat goes unnecessarily hard, yeah, over like just some random truths, yeah. Like uh, the the we're going through a series called Hot Topics, and it like shows up on the screen, and then or like spins and then booms on the screen, and then instant bass drop. It's like. And I was like, man, this guy is kind of hard, but I don't know how to feel about it because we got like these words on the screen. We've got to talk about the classic one that that you already referenced. Yeah. Yeah. We, so back in the day, uh, Back in the day, Back literally the like, day. like two, like months, two ago, months ago, we, <laughs> when I was a young intern, <laughs> we, we as the youth um, went through a series, uh, youth students um, went through a series called Gravity. Was it Gravity? Yeah. Or, okay. Or Baggage. Zero Gravity. Sorry. Yeah. Zero Gravity. That's what, yep, yep. That was a series. And the whole idea was about baggage. And it was the life we are to live as in, as Christians when we come to Christ. We are to live a life of freedom, free from baggage, bondage, um, and what people say about us. And so we live a zero gravity life, freeing, no gravity, kind of thing like that. And they had, we had a bumper video. And with it, it was like, we can carry a lot of baggage throughout life. And a bag floated on the screen, and it had things like fear, anxiety. Um, like the bag opened up. Well, no, they're like tied to the bag. It okay. was like these these ideas, and they're all negative, like fear, anxiety, depression, uh, depression anger, anger yeah. uh, all these things, like self-loathing, things like that. And they were like tied to the bag to say, this is baggage that we might carry around. The moment those things entered the screen... You hear a gun cock into a bass uh, drop. And it was it's, literally like... It's like this... Yeah. Boom! Dun, 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 it's dun, like dun. this really serene, like... Yeah. That's exactly what it is. Yeah. <laughs> Do we have it? I, I have it. I gotta, I'm going to play it. It's going to sound really bad. Well, you're, well you're finding it. It was like... And and I, what I think the church did correct me if I'm wrong is is we sort of sent this to like the no. like this third party source and we were like gave a description and we were like make it relevant towards students. Yeah, basically we were like, hey, here's a series that we're going through. Can you create a bumper video for us? Bumper video is awesome. And then we we said, hey, it's for the students. So this is the this is the sound they sent back. I'm gonna play it a little bit. Play it um, into that mic, baby. Oh, oh, there, there it is. Okay, it's got a build. It's not serene. I, I, Nate, I'm tricks. Yeah. <laughs> come on, yeah. come on. Uh, the things that are things that are attached to this bag: resentment, insecurity, abandonment, betrayal, disappointment, rejection, grief, heartbreak, and pride. And they're just slowly scrolling. And you're, they are. They're very slowly. And it's supposed to. I was like, when I got sent that. 
I was like, hey, I just I don't think this music matches what we're going for. So we did not use that song. We went with a much more uh, cinematic and slow yeah. and, and mellow because we're like, this seems like a mellow thing that we're talking about. Um, you know, you know, there was an intern on the other side of this. Like somebody made this. And they were like, here you go, sir. And it's like, you know what it's missing? There's nothing here about you. That a gun cocking. Right, yeah. Like, boom. It was really, it was a moment, man. It was a moment that I listened to it. And it was, when I got sent it, I was like, I don't. I don't think this checks out. I, I died. And then I was like, I got to get a second opinion. Hey, Brad, can you listen to this and tell me what you think? And yeah, you lost your mind. You laughed so hard. And the heavy drop. And yeah. it's like these words are moving at like half a mile yeah. an hour. Dude, there are so many students that are listening to this going like, yeah, I never knew about this. Th- these are the things that we keep you. This is on the backside of, of choosing bumper videos. Is I never knew. You got to look at the music. I never knew the music. Yeah, yeah, the music's, so music's huge. The one that we have now, I enjoy it. I don't think it like, Especially the one that we have on Sunday morning for uh, Pastor Dan sermons, I'm a fan. Oh yeah, I think I think a, a bumper video and a bumper sound really help introduce what's going on. It also, but I think the, the the bumper video needs to match what the series is supposed to to feel like. Um, like, and music's a huge portion of that. It's almost I think of it like if I go into a movie and there's like a super traumatic scene going on. But the the music's very excited and and fast paced. I'm not gonna feel that 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 moment as mm-hmm. well. And so I feel like I I, I think the music should kind of feel our way into. Hey, here's what we're here's where we're headed. You know, this is gonna be a little more somber. We're talking about some hard hitting things. The church bassist told me this morning that worship with in respect to instruments is a conversation, not mm. a one-sided play. And I said, that's real deep for a church bassist. Yeah. Thank you. Go back to playing your one note. <laughs> I can't hear Do you all anyway. church <laughs> I am so sorry for our discrimination. Hey, they know. They know <laughs> that we don't hear them. Brad, you did something this week. Uh, and I oh, about it. we're just <laughs> Transition time. <laughs> You did something. We talked about this last week. You went on your first official IMB interview. Woo, yeah, yeah. So I want to hear all about it. Uh, I, yeah, I'll talk about it. Uh, two things. I I don't want to. I don't want to bore everybody with all the details. I'm already snoring. Okay, I know. I'm just. Kidding. I know. So I'll I'll stick to the high points. The second thing, and this is something that I I think I'm fine. St- Finds it. What are you doing? I'm twisting my water bottle. You're with your face is nuts. I was making sure I wasn't gonna be loud. Uh, well, I ruined it by by pointing it out. Um, I also need to start being careful of what exactly I do say. Mm-hmm. Um, Jess and I we're currently not really looking at one of these restricted. Yep, put the cap on real real <laughs> slow. Um, we're not looking at these restricted areas. So I think we could be pretty open with what we're talking about, but there is the IMB does enjoy a little bit of like privacy. Yeah. And so I'll try to keep it a little, a little discreet. That's fine. So anyway, let me tell you the names of all the leaders. Yeah. I want to hear about them. We, we show up 
Mm-hmm. I got to tell this one first. Mm. We 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 drive to it. We fly to Atlanta, and then Atlanta to Virginia. The IMB headquarters is around there somewhere. It, yeah, <gasps> secret. <laughs> okay, I gotta Google. I gotta go see it, <laughs> guys. If you Google the headquarters, you'll find it. <laughs> Eventually, everybody shows up. It's all friendly and stuff. We we take a bus over to the IMB headquarters, and um, I'll fast forward a little bit. Jess, well, they asked. They were like. Tell us where you're going. And if you don't know, just say you're a free agent. That's what they said. Just say you're a free agent. About There were about 40 to 50 of us. A third of us said we have no idea mm. where we're going. No idea. And that was really encouraging. Yeah. I was like, wow, I'm not alone in this. So that was Wednesday and Wednesday was exhausting because we were up since like three in the morning. Thank you for driving, by the way. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I think this is a good time to interrupt and make a quick story before we continue with your awesome stories. Please. 20 seconds. So 20 seconds. We noticed as we pulled into uh, a Chick-fil-A. Actually, wait. No, this wasn't even on the way there. Uh, I'm sorry. This was, we were, me and you were headed to go see a movie at a friend's house. Yeah. And oh. you said, man, I need to, I need to take a stop at Chick-fil-A. Uh, and what if we noticed this, I don't know if anybody else is Chick-fil-A, this PSA, I need to know how many Chick-fil-A's are like this. Their stop signs were lowercase. Yeah. It was like the politest stop sign. Yeah. It, it's lowercase. Cause it's like. The stop sign is like right at the end of their drive through So it's not even on the main road, right? It's in Chick-fil-A property. Yeah. And it's just lowercase stop in the kindest font. It is. And it's just like, man, of course I'll stop for you. <laughs> yes. Thank you for asking. Yes. Now, to put it opposing, as I took you guys to the airport uh, with my lovely wife and, and, and your Lovely wife as well, who went with you to the missionary sure. or, or IMB. This time. You're like, yeah, whatever. Uh, there was the biggest and most demanding stop sign that was like two streets before the airport. And man, I think they need to take some notes from Chick-fil-A. I remember that. Yeah. It was like, it was almost double the size of a regular stop sign, which made the words almost hurt that much more. Just to say, if you don't stop, I'm going to, I feel like that sign would have beat me up. You know, <laughs> that sign would have chased me down. I would have seen that stop sign in my, in my backseat when you guys got out. Uh, and I would have, I would have left with a black eye. So. Some, some like English teacher somewhere is going to be rejoicing at this podcast. He's going to be like, yes, thank you. <laughs> if you are 50 years or older and on Facebook. Turn the caps lock off. Please. It's terrifying. Yeah. Yes. I totally Right agree. like Chick-fil-A. Just, Just very, stop. Stop. Please. I, I'd appreciate it if you did. I'd appreciate I I encourage I, you. Dude, that is exactly what it is. It is it is an, I encourage you to stop. That was a godly stop sign. That was sign. a godly stop sign. <laughs> In Chick-fil-A. I, I can't am, stand Chick-fil-A. I okay. am B. <laughs> yeah. Uh so back to I am. Ah! 
So free agents, no idea where we're going. Uh, we'll fast forward through all this. Jess and I go through a lot of interviews and a lot of like sit down trainings and stuff. And it is nothing but encouragement. Mm. They're like, do you know where you want to go? And Jess and I are like, no, not really. And they're like, hey, that's fine. Here are the options. Go talk to people, you know, spend a lot of time praying and stuff. And something, uh, something I appreciated at first, I, I was like, I was like, okay, you know, we're just doing this to be a little, a little bit, you know, holy. But the IMB would have designated times. Oops. The IMB would have designated times to stop and do just like guided reflection and just like quiet time with God. One of the mandatory things we had to go to was like sit down, pray for a people group. Mm-hmm. And it was like, sit, sit down. Uh, this one was a little bit out uh, harder. It was like, write your sins on this paper, then put the paper in the water and watch it go away. <laughs> and, it, you know, it was like, pray as well. Yeah. So anyway, through all this, um, Jess and I really got a lot closer to what we want to do. We're, we we're pretty much confirmed that that God's really leading us to East Asia somewhere. Mm. And now it's just the the finer details. Um, we figure out whether we got the job tomorrow. But then once we do that, then we have to start applying to specific teams yeah. and get that job. Yeah. Once we get that job, then the ball gets rolling for me to leave. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, there's a twofold thing. I, I do. I'm glad you mentioned the the stories of the prayer and uh, writing your sins down and and um, yeah, looking at lost people groups because I don't think that should get lost. That even in the midst of hey, this is an interview. There's a lot of tactical things that we need to get done. They still said, hey, but we need to make time for what what's important. What oh, is yeah. this, what is this mission about? Let us remind you that we have not lost that center as well. Yeah. Uh, that even in the midst of all this, we want we want to come back and make sure we're we're doing the right steps. Yeah. And it was it was surreal. We're like it's like nine in the morning and they're like blocked out an hour to just go do a quiet time. Mm. And, and it was like, whoa. Yeah. Like and so the IMB really means what they say when they prioritize this sort of stuff. Yeah. Um, the question I had, I had a, somebody ask me a question I've never had asked the, the leader of the, the personnel hiring. So pretty high up in the IMB, I was in the interview with him having a really hard time about what I wanted to do, where we wanted to go. And she looks at me and she goes, forget all the requirements, forget all the job descriptions. What do you want to do overseas? And it was, it was a question that literally nobody's ever asked. Nobody, you know, I, I told you a while ago, Nate, that whenever you tell somebody I want to be a missionary, the first question people ask, oh, where do you want to go? go? Yeah. Where do you want to go? Some missionaries have that answer, but me, it started to get a little like hurtful because after a while, years and years of it, I was like, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. God hasn't pointed that out to me. I, ca- I care about a lot of people around the world, you know, lostness is, is everywhere. And after a while it started just to get a little bit like painful, Mm. you know, like somebody was sticking a tiny little knife in me. Like Like, you got to figure it out yet. You got to figure it out. You know, you've, you've been saying this for a while, Brad, just shiving me. Um, so I'm saying shiving me on that shit. Welcome to the prison interns. The prison interns. We talk about shivs. 
in in the in the eyes of God's calling on our lives. Yeah. Um. So I I would um. I don't know how well it would go, but next time you meet a missionary and they say, "I want to be a missionary." Ask them, what do you want to do overseas? Yeah. That might be a better, deeper no, I, I think question. That's a really good thing because I think, obviously, I did uh, even thinking back to when you told me you want to be a missionary, I guarantee my first question to you was, oh, Brad, where do you want to go? You know? Um, and obviously, my, my goal, and I don't think anybody else's goal, was to try it's, to- It's never hurt Yeah. It, but it's good to know from an insider's perspective of- Oh, well, this is the question that would be really meaningful is to be asked, what do you want to do overseas? Mm-hmm. Uh, that's the question that other than you is probably not getting asked by any other person that's asked that other than those that are also missionaries. And so you can you can bless a missionary by asking that question. So that's really good. Yeah. Um, I, I mentioned that there's a bittersweet sweet piece to this information because it does kind of put a formalized Hey, we're coming towards the end. Like mm-hmm. we're we're getting to a point. Once you get this phone call and get get that green light to start applying for for positions, um, the next step really is get accepted and go. And yeah. so, uh, obviously, I'm happy for you. Everybody listening is happy for you. But those that are Stetson Baptist Church, we know that we're going to miss your presence and we're going to miss his, miss Jess's presence as well. Um, of course, but. I don't think now's the time for sweet goodbyes. Even after, even at its absolute fastest, Jess and I would be leaving at the end of July. Oh crap! <laughs> I was hoping you'd say May or something. No, I'm so, <laughs> I'm so sorry, man. <laughs> you can't have the new. I gotta put up with yeah. you. It's like six more months. Dude. Like, like six months. Come oh. on. We can do plenty of dumb things in six months. Yeah, but I'm kind of, I'm growing tired now. <laughs> <laughs> I got tired of you after like Dude, three months. I had bro. a cake out there and everything. Yeah. This was the sweet goodbye. He said good riddance. The next intern's here, man. He's <laughs> he's in the. Other, I was about to introduce him. Brad. We need your house. Brad. I'm sorry. We need you. Should have been quicker. Brad, you're going to the studio apartment. <laughs> we told you this. We... Brad, no, you have to live no, under the house. You're right. You're right. You're right. Uh, but still, you know. So overall, we're on borrowed time, man. Sure. Sure. Borrowed time. Aren't aren't we all? Mm. Get so fast. Oh. oh. Ah, as Chick Fil A would say, "Stop, stop, <laughs> stop." <laughs> this is not the time for that. Yeah, that's what they would say. Overall, very optimistic. Yeah. Um, I'll figure it out tomorrow. Yeah. And then, so really, this is like a. This is, we've been kind of carrying this on for three episodes now. So, like last episode, hey, Brad's going to uh, his interviews. This episode, here's what happened in that interview, but we'll get the call tomorrow. So next week, we'll uh, check back in as well because we'll have kind of the, hey, here's here's the official timeline. Yeah. Of uh, or here, here's what I'm doing now. With that Except thing. next week, next time we talk about this, I'm not going to really have a lot to offer because all that I'm going to say is like, yeah, Jess and I applied for jobs, mm. and I'm going to try to keep it. the The country that we're looking at is open. It's it doesn't really persecute heavily, but for the time being, I'm I'm just not going to say what it is. I'll the, I'll leave it in the description. So if you really want to know, I'm, I'm not. <laughs> what if I did? No, I'm not going to do that. Um, yeah, yeah, I get that. So, but well, I look forward to hearing your, the information tomorrow. And oh, I, me too. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> I bet, I bet. And the rest of you get to hear uh, next week. And it'll yeah, it won't be long, but it'll be it'll be short, but it'll be sweet news. Yeah. Hopefully. 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 (laughs) 
Lord, if, if the, Lord, the wills, Lord wills, if the Lord wills, I pray He puts a hedge of protection. Dude, I was thinking that around Dude, we're, something. I'm telling you, our wavelength is just—it's right there, man. It's right there. <laughs> um. Cool. Well, hey, we got one more thing we want to talk about uh, because it's something that me and you are actually both, uh, I alluded to it a little bit earlier, but me and you are both kind of hitting at the same thing. Same wavelength, right? Same wavelength. I'm in a series with the students uh, called Hot Topics, and you are starting a small group called Coffee Talk Yeah. Uh, that is for, what What ages are you looking to Eight, get at? 18 and older. It, it doesn't matter. Okay. 18 and older. Uh, that'll start Wednesday at 6 p.m., if I'm correct. Yeah. Uh, and, and obviously, students will be at the same time. Uh, and, and the reason those two things kind of correlate is your idea for the small group was to hit at relative topics relevant relevant topics uh relative relevant topics uh that scripture and seeing how scripture uh applies to those is that correct yeah absolutely um my my thought was Brad came up to me he was like I want you to to start a small group figure out what you want to do with it and I and I took a really hard look I was like what does the church need mm-hmm. and I went to th- this is going to sound heretical and I was like Bible study. That's just where I started. Bible study. And I went, we have so many Bible studies. Yeah. Like, I need to look at something that, of course, is biblically based, but it's not a Bible study. I love Ruth just as much as anybody else, but I don't want to go through a Bible study of Ruth again. Mm. So Coffee Talk is sort of the flip side. It's like, how do we take these these biblical principles and look at them from our our worldview, our culture, yeah. and address topics that might come up over a cup of coffee? That's good. Yeah. 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 Coffee will be uh, supplied. I hope so. Is that correct? Oh, maybe. Yes. Maybe yes, not. it will in some capacity. It's not. No, I'm just kidding. It is. Um, so, okay. Yeah. And, and so I got a question from and and so for the students we're doing what's called hot topics very similar of hey let's look at hot topics that you guys are doing that culture is preaching that might uh that, that you would like to know what is the church perspective on this i i we gave out to the students blue cards and said hey we want to know what you think is hot topics that you want us to talk about we can't guarantee that we'll get to them all but we want to get to the ones that a lot of you want to talk about and ones that we go ooh this is really good um and so I handed out the blue cards. I got one feedback that was about a certain topic. And the response to it was, uh, I would love for us to talk about this. I've never heard the church talk about this, and I don't understand why. And that that card hit me at my core uh, in a good way because I was like, man, there's a probably a lot of uh, students and probably adults that are going through life that that wonder how the church asked us to respond to these relevant topics or hot topics, uh, and they're wondering why won't the church just directly go out and say uh, this is how we are to talk about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's what I wanted us to focus on a little bit. With which which the question that I'm kind of posing to you right now is how should the church deal with relevant topics or hot topics with with a lot of wisdom. Um, yeah. So I, I guess let's give a caveat. Um, this is not spicy time with Brad and Nate, right? No. We're not we're not going to solve all the world's problems, and we're not going to address all the hot topics. No, no. Um, I think our our offices would be cleaned out if we. <laughs> I think I think so. I think so. So we're we're going to leave that to the professionals. Let's yeah. let's just talk about how the church should just handle hot topics in general, yeah. right? Um, I think 
one, they need to be addressed, but two, they need to be done with with scriptural wisdom. Mm. And uh, that's the TLDR, that's the nice and clean, and that's also like really probably the, the safest and wisest thing to say. Yeah. Um, however, once you get into the weeds, it's like, well, you know, that's cool, but how does where where's the meat? Mm-hmm. Where where we gotta dig into it somehow. We gotta we gotta talk about this. Yeah. We um I have an excellent example. We are in Sunday in the college small group. We were going through the book of Judges, and today was on Deborah. And I was and it was totally on like like the female role in the Bible and a male's role in the Bible. And whenever stuff like this comes up with a bunch of college students, I'm like Y'all, we gotta talk about this. Yeah. If we don't talk about this, your university will talk about it mm-hmm. and you will have no clue. And so I brought up like gender roles in the church. Where 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 does a woman belong and, and what's a male's responsibility and how do they correlate? Um I thought it was um relevant. I wasn't going in there to pick a fight. It was literally part of the study. Yeah. And it was more informative and I, I made it very scripturally yeah. backed. Well, and I think I think the way that you posed it is the correct way. And and the problem uh, that I think a lot of us are going to, that a lot of our churches are facing, but more so a lot of our church people are facing, uh, is, especially the younger generation, uh, is that if the church doesn't talk about a topic or avoids a topic, uh, the only inform- information and informative way of looking at that topic will be preached by the outside world. Yep. Um, I kind of posed this when we were thinking about, hey, what do we want to talk about? Uh, I imagine uh, just a lot of people thinking, oh, well, I don't know how I'm supposed to respond to this this uh, topic, considering I've never heard it it told to me by somebody within the church. Uh, from you know, from a scriptural basis, how I'm supposed to. And so, when somebody comes to me and says, uh, or, or somebody came to a, a student and said, uh, "Well, Christians believe this," well, what leg do they have to stand on to say that they believe that if they've never been told why they should believe it? Mm-hmm. You know, if they're just told, "Well, my parents say that I should believe this," or um, uh, which obviously I think that is a tremendous role as the parent is to explain, here's why we believe this, and or even just we should believe this. And that's a great uh, great role for the parent. But I think also from from a, a pastoral role or from your church, there is a, a portion, whether it's small group or, or from a, a series or a stage, where we do need to say, hey, this is a, this is a hot topic. Uh, this is a relevant topic. This is something that you, you guys are going through. Here's where we find scripture that tells us this. Yeah. Obviously, it doesn't have to be a, hey, today we're talking about this thing. And the students, that's what we're doing. Um, and I think it's going to go, it's it's already gone on, gone very well. Um, and it's going to continue to go very well, I believe. But obviously, if, we're, if you are reading through scripture or teaching through scripture expositionally, uh, you're still going to uh, come upon scripture that deals with a hot topic. Yeah. Uh, and, and that's in that moment, you can say, hey, this is where we see this. This is why we believe what Absolutely, we believe. Yeah. Um, so yeah, and would you say that we do that well as a church? I I think I want to say that we do, but I think I'm I'm keeping an eye out for it whenever mm-hmm. like Pastor Dan preaches or whenever I sit in on somebody because that's lately that's what I've been a lot more geared towards. Yeah, is is looking out for stuff like that. Um, 
Lately, I've tried to be as relevant as possible with like my intake and stuff. I went to like an apologetics thing in New Orleans and there were a lot of interesting topics, but I was like, I'm going overseas. Let's try to, let's try to learn, you know, relevant stuff. Anyway, I'm, I'm getting sidetracked. Um, yes, I think I heard that. I hope everybody else did. How embarrassing. How embarrassing. Um, I think we do. I, I think we do. We have a lot of Pastor Dan's not afraid to to address those topics. Mm-mm. A lot of small group leaders are are very wise. They're not afraid to address broach it either. Yeah. Um, I mean, you and I, we came to the this same thought separately. Yeah. And so I think in well, at least in us, but also in, in church leadership, this sort of stuff is is on our minds. Yeah. yeah. But look at what your students said. They, they said, nobody teaches me this. And I came to the same conclusion a little bit. I said, what sort of small group is the church lacking some? Yeah, yeah. And so there are, there are gaps. Yeah. But I sure. think you could say that for every church. Yeah. And, and you know, there is, there is definitely a portion of, hey, man, we can't, we can't turn this into a, all right, what's everybody going through? Yeah. What, what questions? There, there is a portion of. One hundred percent, especially for students, it goes. Uh, you know, look, look to your parents to to ask, ask those questions of saying like, "Hey, where do I? See, can you tell me where I need to see this in scripture? Or like, how am I to think about this? The world is teaching me this. How yeah. how do you say that I should should look at this from a biblical perspective? Um, there's also definitely a, a portion of talk to a pastor one on one. You know, mm-hmm. there. I said this on stage. Uh, on Wednesday, in a thirty-minute span, I can't hit at everything you're going to want me to hit, especially in 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 spicy topics uh, or or uh, things that need need a lot of nuance and a lot of grace. A lot of nuance. I like yeah. the way you said that. Yeah, a lot of nuance. Oh, for sure. And so you know, I said, look, if you if if there is something specific in your life that you thought I I hit on a little bit, but didn't give you a full resolution to. Come talk to me, and I'll walk you through my thoughts of of what what I think in your position. Obviously, I'm 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 younger, but Pastor Dan has done that multiple times. I see him; he makes phone calls every week to people that have questions. He set up, he sets up meetings with people, um, or, or the, if they make if you make a phone call to Pastor Dan and say, "Hey, I just need to talk about this thing," mm-hmm. he's going to get you in, and he's going to talk to you about oh, it. Oh yeah. Yeah. And he's not going to rush you about it. He's going to say, sit here as long as you need to to discuss this and, and let's walk through this and get you to a, a answer that is uh, satisfactory kind yeah. of thing. Um, but yeah, obviously, yeah, there there is there, there's a lot of gaps and we need to continue to talk about these things, but we need to do it in the right in the right way. Absolutely. That doesn't it doesn't need to define our church. Th- this isn't some we're not talking about groups meant for like knock down, drag out, Mm-mm. slam dunk, I'm gonna pulverize the opposition. This isn't that's not what we're talking no. about. We're talking about, you know, a solid biblical teaching for stuff that we're going through today. Yeah. I think a, a vocabulary a vocabulary word that I've that has been very instrumental this this past week or so for me is the word um interruptible. And I think that plays into what we're we're kind of saying in the in the sense that hey, a church needs to preach the word of God, but if there are things that are going on in its people's lives, 
that is starting to become uh, a question on everybody's in, in everybody's mind. We as a church need to be interruptible enough to say, "Hey, we're gonna we're going to make sure we hit on this." Mm, to that's say, good. "Here's what here's what we believe Scripture says about this." Yeah, that might be a one off, could be a series, but again, it could also just be, "Hey, be be aware of of what your people are dealing with, so that in your everyday uh, study, when you're getting re- preparing for for the Word uh, on on Sunday or Wednesday, you can you can." Look and say, okay, this this applies to that situation. You know, I might not spend my whole time talking about this, but I can definitely throw this in there to say, hey, if you're dealing with this, or if you're if you're having thoughts about this, here's a scripture you can look at. Here's a scripture we can mm-hmm. point to that talks about it. So. I was I was actually going to say that. I think the two big things that we need to be mindful whenever it comes to to hot topics in the church is one, the church should be proactive about them, mm. not reactive. Yeah, it's good. Try to try to stay ahead of the game with this sort of stuff. And the second thing is that it needs to be scripturally based. Because mm-hmm. if whenever somebody comes up to you and they have a different opinion and you say, I don't think that's right, and they say, why? The answer, because my pastor said so, isn't sufficient. Yeah, <laughs> you need to have scripture ready. Yeah, it, yeah, it comes comes down to like your word versus my word is nothing in comparison to our word versus his word. Yeah, yeah, that's good. That's good. Quote that. Hey, yeah. put that put put that on your wall. You know, Boy, live, laugh, love. Get, get that on a sticker, and then come on, Nate Hicks. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Uh, <laughs> I did. I pulled out the other day the Michael Scott quoting Wayne Gretzky. Do you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> no, I, I was don't. Like, you know, Michael Scott once said that Wayne Gretzky said, <laughs> "You miss 100 percent of the shots you don't take." Um, so it's, it's not wrong. As I was like, man, I felt proud of that moment. So, well, cool. We hope that we were able to bless you a little bit with some wisdom. If none of this sounded wise, throw it all out. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we'll let you know next week if the other staff, if our bosses thought it was fine. Yeah, yeah. Don't, don't tell us <laughs> if they listen. <laughs> yeah, they even... I, yeah. We should uh, we should start throwing like keywords in here and just yeah. like, ask our ask yeah. her. So if anybody else on staff listened to this, the keyword is goblin. Goblin. Sure. Somehow throw the word goblin into our into your everyday talk to us. Just we're drinking our coffee. Like you goblins, I don't, I don't know, I don't know. Come on, who's ever gonna say that word? I was thinking I'd pineapple. Pineapple. Yeah, let's go. That's goblins. always Fine. the key word. Let's, pineapple. Let, that'll be next week's or something. Okay. Let's go with goblin. I like goblin. All right. Well, have a good week. Do something fun. You know, do something good. Yeah. But, all right. Bye. Grace and peace. <laughs> Thank you.